Hey, this is Sarah Marie, and you're listening to the Soul of Worship, Are You Making a Sound podcast. Here, we study the Word of God in an effort to get to know Him more deeply so we can worship Him more authentically. Sarah Marie here again. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the very first topic that the Lord revealed to me about worship. And this was use your voice as a trumpet. And now since it was one of the first things, I used to talk about it a lot when the Soul of Worship ministry first started to be birthed a few years ago now. But I haven't really talked about it a lot recently. And the Lord just keeps reminding me to bring things back to the basics and to go back to the very first things that he showed me because it's so critically important that we are reminded of these truths and that we are implementing them and practically applying them to our lives. So uh, as many of you know, when the Lord first instilled in me to start searching in the word for the words sound and praise in the Bible, the very first verse that I came across that had the word sound in it was 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 8. And it says, for if the trumpet makes an uncertain sound, who will prepare for battle? It's such an interesting question that I was like, hmm, so what is it about a trumpet sound? What makes it certain? And why is that so important for um, for battle? And so what I was able to begin to research and realize throughout the scriptures is that trumpet sound was an important and and critical step of preparation for battle. And the delivery of the sound itself was critically important. If the sound was uncertain or if it was weak, no one would prepare for the battle ahead. And so in applying this to our lives, we know that we need to proclaim God's truth and shout with a loud voice his name with complete confidence, truly believing that he is able to help us through any battle or season of life. In fact, Isaiah chapter 58 verse 1 says, cry aloud, spare not, lift up your voice like a trumpet. And so that really confirmed for me that not only is an actual trumpet sound important to the Lord, but we can also use our voice as an instrument to declare and prepare for the battle ahead. There is most certainly a difference between saying, well, I guess I should pray and see if maybe God will help me with this seemingly impossible situation and saying this situation appears to be impossible, but there is nothing impossible for the mighty God that I serve. Now, just by listening to me, you can hear that that second statement is a lot more confident in the greatness of God and believing that God is able to come and rescue us. And that is the confident sound that God wants to hear from his people. And I think this is where a lot of us struggle. We know what we should do when times get tough. But And we also even know how to encourage other people during their trials. But do we actually put into practice what we know? 
Are we making a confident sound of praise to the all-powerful God? Or are we making noisy clatter that makes people wonder if we truly even believe in the God that we preach? In order for there to be a victory, there needs to be a sound from the people. I'm going to read to you now in Numbers chapter 10, and we're going to see some incredibly powerful instructions and promises that God gives to Moses. Numbers chapter 10, verses 1 through 10. And they say, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Make two silver trumpets for yourself. You shall make them of hammered work. You shall use them for calling the congregation and for directing the movement of the camps. When they blow both of them, all the congregation shall gather before you at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. But if they blow only one, then the leaders, the heads of the divisions of Israel, shall gather to you. When you sound the advance, the camps that lie on the east side shall then begin their journey. When you sound the advance the second time, then the camps that lie on the south side shall begin their journey. They shall sound the call for them to begin their journeys. And when the assembly is to be gathered together, you shall blow, but not sound the advance. The sons of Aaron, the priests, shall blow the trumpets, and these shall be to you as an ordinance forever throughout your generations. When you go to war in your land against the enemy who oppresses you, then you shall sound an alarm with the trumpets, and you will be remembered before the Lord your God, and you will be saved from your enemies." Also in the day of your gladness, in your appointed feasts, and at the beginning of your months, you shall blow the trumpets over your burnt offerings and over the sacrifices of your peace offerings, and they shall be a memorial for you before your God. I am the Lord your God. So what does this passage in Numbers chapter 10 teach us about the importance of trumpet sound and how it relates to worship and praise? What's the promise in here that we have when we worship as part of our, our battle cry? The trumpet sound before battle, it served as a warning to the enemy. We must use our voice as a trumpet and remind the enemy that the God that we serve is the almighty, the all-powerful, the one true God, and that there is nothing impossible for him. When we lift up our praise, it is a proclamation that we trust in God, that we know that he will make a way where there is no way, that he will give us supernatural strength to overcome any situation, and he will grant us peace to know that he will never leave us ever when you sound the alarm with the trumpets, when you use your voice as a trumpet sound, the Lord your God says that he will remember you and that this was an ordinance forever throughout the generation. So this applies to us right now, that when he hears, when God hears us lifting up that trumpet sound, when he hears that confident voice coming from his people, he will be remembered. 
Lord, and he will save us from our enemies. We will be saved and delivered. I don't know about you, but that gets me pumped. That gets me so just excited to know that we have such an amazing God who hears us and that our worship, our worship is the key to victory, that our worship is what moves God to respond to us, to remember us. And so I don't know about you. I don't know what alarm you need to set off in your home today or in your place of work or wherever it is that you're listening right now, but use your voice as a trumpet sound of victory and watch and see how God is going to respond. This is a promise that he has given us. And I'm going to tell you something. God does not go back on his word. If he has said it once, it could have been thousands of years ago. It still applies because his word, he doesn't take it back. It still works. It's still true. His word lasts forever. And when we pray and when we declare his word, when we declare his promises and truly believe in them, he has no option other than to respond for the sake of his name, for the sake of upholding the truth of his word, because he's trustworthy, because he's faithful and he's never going to stop being God. And so when we align our worship, when we align our prayers to the promises of God, to the words that he declared himself, he's going to do it because he is happy to fulfill his promises. He's happy to hear a people who know his word and say, Lord, we're here sounding an alarm. We're here using our voice as a trumpet sound. We are here waiting for you to come and defeat our enemy in the name of Jesus. He is more than happy to fulfill his word and to fulfill his promises over your life because you've aligned yourself, you've aligned your word, you've aligned your worship with the will of God. I also want to share with you today two great examples of how God used the sound of trumpets to destroy strongholds and bring victory to his faithful people. As we discuss the story of Joshua and Jericho, as well as of Gideon and his 300, let us remember that the battles we fight in cannot be won with physical weapons, but instead with the supernatural weapons of worship and praise. So let's go ahead and jump over to Joshua chapter 6. God gave Joshua, very specific instructions of how they were going to be able to overcome the city of Jericho. And so picking up in verse 20, here is the execution of those instructions and the result of listening to these instructions that the Lord gave them. Joshua 6.20 says, So the people shouted when the priests blew the trumpets. And it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat. Then the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. 
So what do we learn here? How do we apply this to our daily lives? What happened when the priests blew their trumpets and the people shouted along with the trumpet sound? There was victory. The strongholds came down. Those walls came tumbling down flat. Isn't that incredible? That the sound of the trumpet allowed God to be able to use those sound waves to manipulate the matter in that place. And that as their sound waves came out of those trumpets and as the sound waves came out of the children of God, that it completely moved heaven and earth, that it moved and shook those walls and they came down flat. And then they didn't have to stumble into the place where God had promised them. It said that the wall fell down flat so that the people walked straight before themselves, right where they were. They were able to easily go and take possession of the promise that God had for them. And so I'm telling you today, no matter what may be in front of you, what you may be thinking is holding you back from achieving what God has in store for you. I don't know what walls have been put up by the enemy in your life. I don't know what walls you have put up in order to even protect yourself, but those walls are actually holding you back. I'm telling you today to use your voice as a trumpet sound, that when God says, speak, you speak. And when God says, worship me, you worship him. And when he says to use your voice as a trumpet sound to declare victory in this place, that you open up your mouth and that you let out a great shout of victory. Because when you use your voice as a trumpet sound, as it was promised in the in the chapter in Numbers that we read, the Lord will remember and he will respond. And everything that is holding you back from receiving the promises that God has for you will be removed from your path. There will be no more stumbling blocks. You will be able to overcome that challenge and enter into that new city, into that new place, into that new calling, into that new job, into that new environment into that new level in your walk with the Lord that he wants to take you in. Telling you worship is your warfare. It's how you are are able to gain ground and overcome the enemy in a way that's unexpected. The enemy's not expecting you to come at him with worship. And you know what? He is even afraid of what happens when you respond in worship. He's afraid what happens when you open up your mouth, when you begin to declare the promises of God. He knows actually, in fact, the power that you have. We're the ones who need to be convinced. So I'm convincing you right now of the power that you have in your voice, in your sound that you make. God doesn't want you to be noisy. He doesn't want you to be complaining. He wants you to be walking in confidence, to be making a confident sound of victory so that he can help you overcome each and every challenge that you may be facing. 
So now let's jump over to Judges chapter 7. And I encourage you in your own time to read through this entire chapter because all the details leading up to this battle that Gideon was facing against the Midianites and his small army of 300 men, is it's really incredible, all of the details. And, and so I don't want to go through all the details with you right now, but again, I encourage you to, to spend some time there. And so I kind of want to jump in around the middle of verse 15 in Judges chapter 7. And so again, we have Gideon with just a small army, 300 men, um, and they're going up against the camp of the enemy, which is from Midian. And so here we have, um, you know, there was some doubt whether, whether or not they were going to be able to overtake them. But now Gideon has just finished worshiping the Lord and he is empowered. He knows that victory is theirs. And so it says, he returned to the camp of Israel and said, arise for the Lord has delivered the camp of Midian into your hand. Then he divided the 300 men into three companies and he put a trumpet into every man's hand with empty pitchers and torches inside the pitchers. And he said to them, look at me and do likewise. Watch. And when I come to the edge of the camp, you shall do as I do. When I blow the trumpet, I and all who are with me, then you also blow the trumpets on every side of the whole camp and say the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. So Gideon and the hundred men who were with him came to the outposts of the camp at the beginning of the middle watch just as they had posted the watch and they blew the trumpets and broke the pitchers that were in their hands. Then the three companies blew the trumpets and broke the pitchers. They held the torches in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hands for blowing. And they cried the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. And every man stood in his place all around the camp and the whole army ran and cried out and fled. When the 300 blew the trumpets, the Lord set every man's sword against his companion throughout the whole camp. Are you picking up some of these details here? Are you realizing how trumpets sound, how worship and praise each played a critical role in the victory of Gideon's army of 300? How did Gideon's army achieve this victory in this battle? They surrounded the entire enemy camp with their 300 men and they stood their position. And as they surrounded the enemy's camp, they blew the trumpets and made additional sound by breaking the pitchers and then having the torches in their hands. And so they, and they also didn't stay silent. They cried out the sword of the Lord. Okay, and as they did that, it says every man stood in his place all around the camp. They stood their position as worshiping army men and they did the instructions that were given to them by the Lord through Gideon and the Lord set the other 
the the enemy's camp, they got all confused. It said that they set every man's sword against themselves. So they defeated themselves while Gideon and his 300 just stood there blowing their trumpets, just stood there declaring the name of the Lord. I don't know. I get so excited by this because in our daily lives, this is the critical piece. So many people don't realize that we can fight our battles by simply taking our position as worship warriors, as surrounding the enemy's camp with our trumpets in our hands or are using our voices as a trumpet sound and just with confidence declaring the name of the Lord, saying that, hey, the sword of the Lord is coming upon you. I don't know what plans you have against me, but I'm going to surround you with my prayer. And I'm going to take my position and I'm just going to stand here in complete confidence that God is going to do something. And we don't even have to fight in these battles. We just have to worship. We just have to make a confident sound of victory because God fights our battles on our behalf. When the enemy hears our worship, he actually doesn't hear the nice sound that we're making. He doesn't hear a beautiful, confident trumpet sound. You know what he hears? He hears warfare. He hears destruction because he hears confusion. This is this is what came upon the enemy, confusion, that they didn't know what to do. They were surrounded by such a powerful sound that they were confused and the enemy devoured themselves. They killed themselves. This is what happens. Your worship is your warfare. Your worship is how you fight your battles. Your worship causes confusion in the enemy's camp. And so the enemy has to flee. Either they run, the enemy either runs or they kill themselves because of the confusion. And so I want, just want to remind you today that your voice is critical, that your trumpet sound is critical, that if you need to overcome some serious strongholds in your life, then it is as simple as being confident and declaring a sound of victory, using your voice as a sound of a trumpet. If you learn nothing else by this entire podcast conversation, then please remember this. Our worship and praise are necessary to achieve victory in our lives. Are you making a sound? That is the question that I want you to ponder on today. Are you making a sound? And if so, what kind of sound is it? Is it one full of confidence or is it uncertain? Are you declaring the name of the Lord or are you kind of trying to move in your own in your own strength? I encourage you to take some time either right now or set aside some time later on today wherever you are and enter into a time of worship and praise unto the Lord. Use your voice today as a trumpet. Declare his promises. Remind your problems that you serve a mighty God who is fighting for you. Proclaim his greatness and pour out your heart to him in adoration. Change the tune of your song from one that may be filled with anger, despair, anxiety, or doubt to one that is filled with joy, peace, and confidence 
in Jesus's unfailing love and his unfailing power. Make a sound of victory today. Are you walking through a season of barrenness? Do you need to stir up spiritual growth in your life? In worship, are you making a sound? Author Sarah Marie Popolo shares praise and worship that will transform your walk with the Lord. You'll gain new insight into the powerful tool God has given you in worship. Walk through this 12-week Bible study and learn how to use your voice to declare God's promises over your life and watch your desert flourish into a garden of praise and triumph. Available at Amazon, your local bookstore, or at Trilogy.tv. All right, that's it for today's episode. Don't forget to follow the Soul of Worship Ministry on Instagram and Facebook and join the email newsletter so you never miss out on new Bible study resources and live Bible study and worship events. Find it all on www.soulofworship.com. Until next time, keep on praising.